we have some communication problems and my spouse doesn't respond, isn't doesn't turn towards me or we don't turn towards each other in the midst of this. What do you do? How do you start changing this? How do you make it better? Welcome to the Secure Marriage Podcast, where we believe it's possible to fight less, feel understood, and enjoy a deeper connection with your spouse. We're your hosts, Paul and Shannon Elmore, and on today's episode, this one thing makes your relationship successful, according to 40,000 couples. That's right, and that's a lot of people we've talked to. Yep. Okay, we actually haven't talked to all of them. We're borrowing other people's research, but hey, 40,000 people can't be wrong. Right. Let's see what they say. Okie doke. Here we go. Mm -hmm, Bye. Not bye. Bye. (laughs) That's the end of the podcast. Here we go. Okay, here we come. (laughs) All right, you ready? I'm ready. What are we talking about today? I came across this article. I don't know where I came across. This is how your phone works now. It just throws data at (laughs) At you you. randomly. And apparently it worked. I clicked on something because here's the title of the thing. This is under psychology and relationships. Here's the number one thing that makes relationships successful, says psychologists who studied 40,000 couples. That's Mm. a pretty good grabby title, isn't it? 40,000 couples that he's and she's have studied. That's good grammars. And the number one thing that makes relationships successful. What do you think it is? I'm going to do a pop quiz to see, you know, how well you know marriage. How well I know marriage? (laughs) Because you love being thrown under the bus. Right. Well, I don't. I know what I think makes marriage successful. We talk about it all the time on our podcast. What is it? Connection. Connection. And openness. And openness. Yeah. You're in the ballpark. It is, uh, those are our words for the same thing. Um, They use the words turning towards. This is John and Julie Gottman, the granddaddies of all relationships. And yes, they have studied 40,000 couples in their thing called a love lab up in out of Washington state. Uh, And they have been doing it for a long time. And they claim that they have 93% accuracy. I'm looking at the article here. I'm not positive, but 93% accuracy on if a couple is going to make it or not long term after 15 minutes of sitting with them. Wow. That's pretty powerful stuff. Yeah. But they're using data and they're looking for certain behavioral um, things that couples do towards each other, with each other, against each other. Right. And those are indicators of if marriages are going to be successful or not. And the number one thing they say is when a couple turns towards each other, they call it bids for connection. We've used this phrase and terminology before. Um, we call it emotional bids. Um, this is actually one of the tools in our nine tools in the relationship uh, roadmap. That's right. why we have it under there. And that tool is under the connections umbrella. The emotional calls. So, yes, the emotional calls. And they kind of break it into three areas. When you turn towards someone, you're acknowledging them and engaging them with their attempt to connect. It's yeah. just like, oh, oh, you want to connect? I hear you. I see you. I'm going to respond to that. Turning away is actively ignoring or just not noticing their attempt to connect. Even if you just miss it, right? you keep trying uh, the email you're working on while staring at your screen while your wife's trying to talk to you or your husband's trying to get your attention and you just miss their attempts to connect or actively turning against. That's number three, which is irritably or angrily shutting down their attempts to connect. Like when you're having a fight and you turn away from your spouse and you cross your arms yeah or 
it might not even be during a fight, just in the middle of a conversation where a wife needs the help of a husband. And instead of going, I'm sorry, honey, right now I'm kind of busy, but I'll get back to you as soon as I can. The husband goes, why do you keep bugging me? Why the hell can't you just figure it out on your own? That's angrily turning against somebody. Right. That quickly shuts down. Or or even when you're having that conversation and one of the spouses decides, I'm done with this and just turns and walks away. Walks away. Yep. Shuts down and walks away completely. Yeah. This one thing, that's why it's in our program, the Relationship Roadmap, and and we have a different way of kind of describing it, but it's similar to the same three areas here. This is huge. This is, if you want to know if you have a healthy relationship, if you want to know your marriage is has a greater chance of success or not, if you want to know if you're going to make it as a couple, this is the thing to start paying attention to. Do you ignore each other? Do you miss the emotional calls? We always think about it like a phone. So if your spouse calls you, you can either answer the phone, you can send it a voicemail, you can ignore it completely, you can hang up on it. I mean, what are you going to do when your spouse responds? Right. If you choose to get married to somebody, but then you choose not to respond to them or engage with them, why are you married? Right. Why have you decided to say, I'm going to spend the rest of my life with this person? It's a painful question. Yeah. But a lot of people, this is the marriage that they're stuck in. They have people who are turning away from them or angrily spinning around and attacking them whenever they reach out for bids. Would your marriage benefit from having one-on-one time with Paul and I? How about spending seven days with us learning how to apply all the tools you've heard about on the Secure Marriage Podcast to your own marriage? Better yet, how about doing all of that in a warm, sunny, stunningly beautiful part of the world? You're invited to be one of only seven couples to join us on our first ever marriage cruise in February 2023. We'll be sailing out of Los Angeles for the tropical waters of Cabo San Lucas, Puerto Vallarta, and Mazatlan, Mexico. While on the cruise, you'll get to stay in your own spacious balcony cabin aboard the beautiful Navigator of the Seas by Royal Caribbean. You'll also enjoy delicious food, stunning entertainment, and plenty of free time to get reacquainted with your spouse. If you want a memorable way to make your marriage better, go to securemarriage.com forward slash cruise and submit your application. Time's running out and we only have space for a few more couples. So don't delay. While on the crew, while on the crew, why can't I say that word? Cruise. <laughs> while on the cruise, boy, cruise. cruise, time's running out and we only have space. So this is confirming for us, number one, that some of the stuff that's in our programs that we put out there is backed up by research. Technically, I ripped off their research and I knew that this is powerful and I've seen this for years in my counseling practice. And and so that's why it's incorporated into our programs. Um, But a lot of people just don't know how to do it. So between you and I, can you tell me the last time you can remember putting out an emotional bid and how I responded to it? I'll tell you mine recently and how remarkably beautiful you did responding to it. Tell me yours first. No, no, no. I'm going to see if you can. Can you remember? When the last time I did? Yeah. Give me a a report card rating on how I did. I might have totally missed it. I might have just completely missed it. Wow. Shoot. I can't think of any. Yeah. You were doing some of them even last night. We were sitting on the couch next to each other, and you're just putting your legs across my lap as we're sitting there watching whatever show. I can either go, 
get your stinking legs off of me. It's heavy or it's uncomfortable or it's hot or it's whatever. Or I can do what I typically do is to just like reach over and pat me or yeah, rub, my leg. rub your legs. It, those are emotion. Those are little emotional bids. It's interesting because I guess that's true. But I was thinking more. That was more of me trying to give energy trying to, to give me. You're trying to comfort to you me and make you feel good and make you feel loved. So okay, so let's talk about me then for a minute because okay. yesterday was a pretty crappy day. Right. Yesterday I was not in a great state. Sure. Fair enough. Yes. And in the morning I said, "Hey, honey, I'd like to kind of just talk through some of this." And uh, you and I were fine. We're not. We didn't have any relational no, conflict. No, no, no. Just me personally. I'm not in a great spot yesterday. And so, as I'm talking with you, I recognize that my intensity, we'll call it yeah, that, yeah, kind of ramps up. And yes. you match my intensity by yelling at me. I did not. What I call yelling at me. <laughs> You're being very firm with me. And again, this there's no conflict between no, us. No. But you responded when I said, hey, honey, I need to go talk. And you said, absolutely, let's go talk. And you gave me an hour plus. Yeah. And then you gave me more. You're giving me suggestions. Honey, go do this to take care of yourself. Last night when I had go do something else and I was away from you, you're texting me little emojis and little kissy faces and things like that and love dots. And you are trying to connect with me. In subtle, small, little ways. Right. That doesn't require any type of, I got to take care of her back now. Right. It was all, it was all those small little things that is showing you, this is just about you. I don't need anything. I'm okay, but I know that you need this. Exactly. Exactly. You met my emotional bid that I put out in the morning and then you continued to meet it throughout the day. That was lovely that was appreciated that was enjoyed it made my heart squishy towards you even (laughs) though i was having a bad day right we stayed connected even though one of us was not in a great state yeah that is i think the perfect definition of a secure marriage yeah where one of us is not doing great but it doesn't compromise our relationship and 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 that's taken a long time to develop that used to be incredibly hard for me because my emotional state would fluctuate so much dependent upon your emotional state so if you were having a bad day like that and i had to tell myself yesterday multiple times it's okay for me to have an okay day yeah it's okay for me to be okay it's okay for me to keep doing what i'm doing and not have to get up and try to fix paul or take care of him yeah he can be in his state he can have a rough day he can have a hard day if he needs me he'll let me know yeah and let me just show him that I love him regardless of the emotional state that he's in. Because yeah. when you're in a bad mood or having a hard day, it's hard for me. Yeah. It affects me. And boy, it's taken a lot of work to get to where I was. So I'm yeah. so glad that, that that was noticeable yesterday it for was. you, that you actually felt it, and that you didn't feel um, that internal struggle of mine yeah. reminding myself yeah. of, I'm okay. Yeah. This is Paul. I'm okay. Yeah. I, I don't have to have a bad day because he's having a bad day. Yeah. I really appreciate it. Really, really appreciate it. Uh, here's what's ironic. Because of Google and how they're always watching and they now understand what our behaviors are before we even know them ourselves, about three articles down from the first article that I clicked on here, the 40,000 people right. studied and the thing that creates the best relationships was a second article. That said, expert survey reveals the number one reason couples divorce. 
Interesting. So we're going to go the opposite side, not okay. why couples stay together, but why they divorce. And they are saying the number one reason, the leading cause of divorce is communication problems followed by sexual infidelity and not spending enough time together or not mutually prioritizing the marriage. But the leading cause of divorce is communication problems. Communication problem is such a, a broad right. topic. I think the, the article needed to be more specific, which is actually when you are communicating incorrectly, you are not responding to the emotional bids of the other person. Right. You're not paying attention to what those needs are. And that comes across as communication problems, but it's not actually communication. It's connection problems. Right. You don't know how to con- get connected and you don't know how to communicate responding to someone who's asking for connection or how to ask for connection in appropriate ways. And so the the communication is a secondary problem. The connection, the emotional bids, the turning towards is the primary reason. When that is missing, that's what causes people to divorce. Right. Two interesting articles that just came, you know, back to back. Now that I've clicked on two articles, I'm probably going to get them all All the the time now because again, that's how Google works. They, they, they watch you. They do. They're probably listening right <laughs> now. Probably listening right Hello, now. Google. You might be in your marriage, dear listener, um, as you're kind of listening to us talk about this, going, "Okay, well, yes, that's true. I ha- we have some communication problems, and my spouse doesn't respond, isn't doesn't turn towards me, or we don't turn towards each other in the midst of this. What do you do? How do you start changing this? How do you make it better? Uh, how do you? Are you asking me yes. that question? You're the smart one at the table. Well. I, the first place you could start if you wanted some help with that is to get our program, the Relationship Roadmap. Nice little sales pitch there. I like that. That's a fun way of doing that. That's cool. You led right into that. I did. Let's go even before that. Let's not use this as a way to pitch anything, even though I think that's actually very true. That's why we have built the program is to give people practical tools on how to get connected, on how to start turning towards each other. The number one thing that I think you have to start doing is saying it out loud. Hey, honey, I have not been responding to your emotional bids. I haven't been turning towards you as much as I need to. I've been more focused on my needs. I've been more focused on trying to my survival brain, making sure I get my needs met first. I've, I think I've missed some of these. Is that true? And you call out the elephant in the room. You talk about the process as well as the problem. Right. You you just acknowledge, hey, I read this article or I heard these two crazy people on a podcast and they're talking about turning towards each other. I don't think we do that really good. Let's listen to that podcast together and see yeah. if that's true. I want to get better at this. Do you want to get better at this? You start just talking about it. That's yeah, where it starts. That, that's so huge because when when that is just kind of left in the ethereal, I'll call it. The ethereal. Yes. Yes. Out out there. Yeah. Not spoken about, yep. but hanging around. We feel it. Yeah. Whether it's spoken out loud or not, we feel it. And when you can actually verbalize that to your spouse, yeah. it's just, I. this is my favorite thing to talk about because I'm a very um, kinesthetic person mm-hmm. more so than I can use textures and, and feel like physical sensations for more so for my emotions than actual words. There's, there's an, a, a specific term for that. Yeah. What is it? Weird. <laughs> <laughs> You're just weird. Anyway, my whole point is when someone says that, when yeah. you say that to me, yeah. it's like, it's like butter runs yeah. over and melts over my body. And I just kind of 
my yes and so we can't always pinpoint what it is that we're feeling or what it is that's causing us to have these feelings inside or sensations in our body but when you admit i have not been doing this i haven't been turning towards you i haven't been i've been stuck in my survival brain so i haven't been behaving the way i should it validates and it makes things congruent yeah and it makes the inside and the outside match yeah. and it's just like oh, yeah you can you just yeah and sometimes we don't know what to do with it it's like are you tricking me yeah yeah are you going to use this against me in some right. way yeah right but yeah it's just like butter this is what sets apart incredibly successful couples and i know just because of my clinical training and my experience with a lot of couples what i just described there is something that most people won't do it's too scary it's too uncomfortable it's too vulnerable they're afraid they're going to get hurt by it and yet it is the only thing that works it's the fastest solution and the best solution and it costs you zero dollars yeah if you want your marriage to get better today starting today Start calling out the things that are going wrong. Not in an accusatory. Yes. Not in a man, you're a moron and you never turn toward. That's a bad idea. Okay. But when you go, I'm recognizing I'm doing this and I want to do this better and I'm going to be a better spouse for you. You will calm down that defensive brain, that survival brain in your spouse. You'll create an invitation for them to start changing because they see you changing and you have the greatest chance out of all of the programs out there, out of all of the articles, out of everything that's available to make your marriage better. That's the one thing to make it better. Yeah, for sure. That's the answer to all your marriage problems. Learning how to do that and practicing doing that is not always easy. But if you want to get better at that and you don't want to do it alone, we'll do this with you. That's right. why we are building Secure Marriage. Email us. Get connected to us. Um, check out some of our other programs. Listen to this podcast. Um, send us a message on Facebook or Instagram. Get connected in some way and just go, hey, I want to have a secure marriage. Yeah, I want to be part of this community of people who go, we're going to have a secure marriage. And we're going to practice these very simple things and do the best. And even though we know they're not, we're not going to have a perfect marriage. We do have a secure marriage. And that is what we can promise. Yeah. That this is where it starts. Start turning towards each other. Start recognizing the emotional bids, the emotional calls that, that your spouse puts out there. And if you're not doing great at it, call out the elephant in the room. That's the solution today. And we can't wait to hear how how well it goes. We can't wait to get those emails to go, Paul, Shannon, you've changed our lives. You're amazing. Thank you for giving us a a little hint on the next best thing to do for our relationship. That's why we do this podcast, because we want to see marriages get better. For sure. Oh, by the way, like my wife said, if you want to make your marriage better, we do have some programs. Securemarriage.com. Just go to securemarriage.com and click on the online courses at the top. Or if you just scroll down a little bit, you see three options for courses there. If you want to invest in your marriage, it might be the best Christmas gift you give yourself or give your marriage this holiday season coming yeah. up. Yeah. Thanks for listening, everybody. All right. We'll see you next time. <laughs> Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.